Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, your host, Angelica. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in and I have a special guest today. He is an author, a designer, a co-host of a radio show. Please help me welcome Isaiah to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm good, thank you. If you don't mind me asking, what state or country were are you from? I am from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Connecticut, no way. So I'm not sure if you know, but I'm from Toronto, Canada. Oh, you're not that far away from me. No, we're actually pretty close. Probably eight hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fascinating. How's the weather over there? Um, It's wonderful. It's actually been 75 all week since last week into this week, yeah. So 75, okay, so I'm trying to convert that in Celsius because I do not know anything. Oh, wow. Because uh, you guys do Fahrenheit. Yes. So for us, it's 23, so that's not bad. That's pretty good. That's like our spring. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, that's cool. Wonderful. What's, what's the weather like up there for you guys? Um. <laughs> well... Right now, it's been probably say, like, I'm actually going to look at it right now. I know it's been really hot. So it's funny here because we haven't really had a spring. So we went from winter to, let's say, uh, winter in the morning to spring in the afternoon and then summer for an hour. And then all of a sudden it's like fall again in the evening. So that's what it's been like the past month. <laughs> and believe it or not in Fahrenheit right now we're at uh, 86 so we're actually not bad we're kind of comparison but of course in a couple hours it's going to be like oh my god it's going to drop down again <laughs> so we're never happy <laughs> it actually does the opposite here in Connecticut it goes up during yeah. this time of year it'll, it'll get hotter at night than yeah Oh my goodness. Well, you know what? At least it's still in the hot phase because here it's been like winter in the morning, then we get spring and summer, and then it gets to fall and winter at night, and it's just like it gets really annoying. We don't even know how to dress. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I have Isaiah here today because, you know, you wrote a book. You've got a fashion line out and obviously your co-host at a radio show called Ain't No Stopping Us Now. And tell my listeners about yourself. Um, born and raised in Bridgeport, mm -hmm. uh, single parent home. I am the second oldest. My mom has two boys and two girls. Um, just imagine that growing up. <laughs> <laughs> It was always like a tag team wrestling match in our house growing up. You know, uh, but for the first 13 years, it was just me and my older sister. Yeah. Uh, my mom, when I was in 
high school, um, decided to have another two kids. And so, but it's cool. Being a big brother is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, challenging, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why I started branching out mm-hmm. to do it. Uh, because now, as the younger sibling, I was looking up to someone. Um, but now I had people looking up to me, so I had to do something different. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, coming from a single parent at home, I was raised with a lot of support. Uh, my mom supported everything that I did or anything that I wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. She was always, um, even if she couldn't be there physically. Mm-hmm. Um, she would call, she would text, she would email, um, she figured out how to video chat me. Um, there were so many different things that she had figured out how to do just so that she can be involved. Um, even now, uh, with the book out, I'm traveling a lot more. Um, and she calls a lot, she texts me a lot, she video chats. Um, so it's kind of like I'm there, but I'm not there at the same time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not missing any huge family events or anything like that because I try not to be on the road around holidays, but mm-hmm. um, she's been great. Um, and between her and my grandmother, I had a very well-balanced upbringing. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were There were fights. There were arguments. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's just life, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm grateful for what my mom and my grandmother had to do in order to get me to where I am now. For sure, and being in a household with so many other siblings, how did you feel like your role was? Were you did you ever feel like I have to be like the man of the house, or do I just have to be this role model for them? Um, like what, what did you feel like the dynamic was for you? Um, it, it flip-flopped mm-hmm. because sometimes my mom was able to be both the mom and the man of the house. Yeah. Um, but there were, there were times, especially where, when my younger two siblings were born, that she was just able to be mom. And I had to step up and be the man of the house. But she, I would say she prepared me for that um, without even knowing it. Because most of my mother's friends were male. And so I would be around them and they were teaching me how to be a good role model and a good leader. Um, and when she, would, when she needed to step out and, and work extra hours or... She just needed to be away for a minute. I was able to stay with my younger two siblings. And thank God nothing happened to either of us. Um, I was able to stay with them and take care of them. So uh, she prepared me for it. But yeah, the, the roles, they flip. Sometimes I was just able to be the big brother um, or the little brother. Um, mm-hmm. I had to learn how to be both the big brother, the little brother. Um, when mom's not around and when my oldest sister's not around, I had to be the man of the house. And, but it, 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 was, it was good. It was good. I mean, I was prepared for it, 
Um, it wasn't like she threw me to the wolves. It was like, I'm going to leave you with the kids for a week and just not come back. And <laughs> I'm pulling my hair out in the closet in the house, like what is happening? But she prepared me for it. Um, I was I was surrounded by positive men and women um, that both were like, this is what you do when kids cry. And this is what you do when they don't cry. When they're taking a nap, this is what you do. And so uh, it was all about being open, open to it. Um, which I wasn't in the beginning. <laughs> I was not. Yeah. Mom said she was pregnant, and in my head I was like, whoa, why is this happening? <laughs> um, but now that my younger two siblings are alive, um, I would not change anything for the world. Yeah. No, that's great, and that's amazing to have that support system. Like, they say that, the saying that we hear, it takes a village, you know, to to raise that child, to raise those children. So it's like, the system that you were brought up that's phenomenal because a lot of kids unfortunately they don't have that yeah yeah and i was literally in the middle of the village like Mm -hmm. everybody in bridgeport knows my mom or my grandmother um my grandmother has been in bridgeport now for almost 40 years yeah, she she left. She's originally from Georgia. She left there at 16, and then she went to Florida. And from Florida, she's been in Connecticut. Oh, for, wow. Yeah, between three different cities in Connecticut. She's been in Connecticut now for almost 50 years. So everybody knows my grandmother. Everybody knows my mom. And uh, if I was doing something wrong and was trying <laughs> to sneak, my mom would still find out because the person behind the counter at the store would just be texting away at my mom or the person I went to school with or my teachers. It was, it was people like that. Uh, they kept me in line, even in places that I didn't even know people at. Like I didn't know them, but they knew that I looked like this lady. And they were like, I'm going to just make sure that this is your son before I say what I want to say to him. And, you know. That was kind of what happened. There were random people that were like, I know your mom. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know you. So um, (laughs) we're we're going from here. Um, But they see me now and they're like, wow, you know, she did a good job. (laughs) Yeah, no, the village was really important growing up. I mean, I didn't like them growing up, but the village was important. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny because it's like you go to the store, buy a pack of gum and they're like, oh, he's here. Then you go off, let's say across the street, you know, you wanted to grab a slice of pizza. Oh, we know where he is now. So it's like you had, you had everyone watching you, where you, wherever you're going. I was in, so we live in Bridgeport mm-hmm. and then like an hour away, it's Hamden. I'm in Hamden um, thinking that no one knows who I am. I'm sitting in the back of this meeting and one of the guys comes all the way to the back of the meeting. It's like, I know your mom, you should come sit with me. And I'm like, (laughs) I was trying to hide at the meeting. Like, (laughs) and he's just like, Nope, I know your mom. Come on. And I'm just like, um, okay. Come to find out it was my mom's old boss. Um, and I had never seen him before in my life, but he knew who I was because she had a picture of us on her desk. So, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't, I really can't go anywhere in the city and, and they not know me or my mom. 
Wow. But, um, you know, it, at this, now that you think of it, yeah, probably at the time you're just like, oh, this is annoying. But, you know, come to think of it, now it's like, oh, you know, that was pretty cool what I had because a lot of people, you know, they don't have that that support yes. and reassurance you know like it, i feel like you had bodyguards all over i did and the weird thing was i didn't know half of them <laughs> <laughs> like there, there are people and and my mom she used to joke with me all the time because as a little boy i enjoyed the concept of going to church and so like my head was wrapped around the idea that whenever a church was open, I was just going to pop up in there. Um, so I went to, I went to a church one day and she was like, you better be at church. And I'm like, ma, everybody knows you. So if I'm not at the church, they're going to tell you, <laughs> you're going to know anyway. But like I walked in there, my kindergarten teacher is sitting right there. And I'm like, see, this is my point. <laughs> if I wasn't, here, told my mom, you know, see, either way. And then he takes a picture with me, sends it to my mom, and it was like, yeah, he was actually here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. This, that's been my life since I've been able to walk and go places on my own. That's, yeah. <laughs> now, is, did you, okay, the book. I know you got a book. Is it based on your life? Um, there, are, there are little bits and pieces from my life that I put into it. Uh, but the book is more motivational. Um, it's more for creative people, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, people that have dreams and goals, things in them that they want to get out and don't have a way to get out. Mm -hmm. And what's it called, the book? Level Up. Level Up. And what do you, what do you explain in the book? And is it like a step guide or is it like, you know, how do you tell me about it? Tell me more about it. Not sure if we lost you. I lost for a little while there was a yeah I only heard part of what you said oh okay so I just wanted to I was uh, sorry I asked if um what is the book entitled is it like a step process what's the format of the book if you're you know motivation for entrepreneurs is it uh step by step is it just like a full-on story tell us more about it it's a series of stories that is designed uh, to get you to a common goal. Mm -hmm. So it, it's kind of like the alphabet. Oh. Um, yeah. You, you can say it in any language and you'll still wind up at Z at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, what kind of the way I think about it. Yeah. What type of motivation are you providing in your book for entrepreneurs? Um, I think it, it's, it's a series of, of different types um, okay. because there are stories that are just like, go for it. Um, and then there are other stories that are going to give you instructions on how to go forward. 
Um, and then there are other portions where it's like, these are the people you need to connect to. Uh, and so it, it's, it goes, it bounces around in, in those categories. And what inspired you to write this book? Um, I had a friend in high school who would always ask for my advice. And the day before we, the day before the last day of school, she told me that I should write a book and I just let it go. Um, until she sent me an angry message on Instagram. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I'm going to write this book because now she's mad at me. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, she was one of those people that would not ask anybody else for answers to anything. She would always come to me. Um, it kind of got on my nerve a little bit because people thought we were dating. Mm -hmm. that's how she would ask me questions. People thought we were dating. And it, I was like, in high school, I was this quiet, very serious, scary, almost frightening kind of guy um, that did not smile at anyone ever. So the idea of me being in a relationship with anyone in high school was kind of frightening to me and everyone that I was friends with. Um, they all were like, he doesn't smile. How do people, how, why, how is she even talking to him? They didn't even, it didn't compute in their head, but she was one of those people that was like, you just need to let people know how you are who you are. Um, and that is the inspiration behind the book. Wow. Hi, my name is Casey Gonzalez. I'm with Chef Salty Pork. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark from the Mark the Shark MMA Show. And you're listening to a little bit of everything with Angelica. So she was your biggest inspiration to write this book. Her and, um, of course, my mom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if she never would have sent me that, that message on Instagram about how mad she was at me for me not having a book out, um, I probably would have never written it. <laughs> and how did you come up with the ideas of creating like a series in your book? Um. I would have to credit that to my writing teacher in high school. Mm -hmm. My writing teacher in high school never went according to what the syllabus said. Yeah. He would start somewhere and then we would end up somewhere else. And the next day it was something completely different than where we ended off. And 
it was just crazy. But at the end of the year, we all loved him and we all had a different love of writing uh, because it wasn't so scripted. Um, it was so organic. And there were moments where we were like, is he actually going to give us the test that's on the syllabus? And, you know, yeah, there were days where he did and there were days where he didn't. There were days where we watched movies in class that had absolutely nothing to do with writing. We watched Superman. Um, in class, we took three classes to watch Superman and that had nothing to do with writing. We didn't write about it or anything. It was just, we watched Superman in class. Um, and that was kind of my motivation going into writing it. I was like, I'm going to write this, but I'm going to write it in a way that people don't know what's next. Um, and so one page you're like, Oh, I can do this. And the next page you're like, Whoa, I didn't. Wow. I didn't know I can go there with it, but okay. Yeah. Well, that's good because then it's kind of, you're keeping us on like a cliff wondering what's going to happen or, whoa, I can't believe this. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it's cool too, because there are people that have read the book. There's this one lady. Um, she also is a co-host of the show and we're, we were talking yesterday, planning the next show, mm-hmm. and she pulls out my book. It's just like in her pocketbook, and I'm like, um, "This is why are you pull?" And she's just like, "Because we can just talk about your book." And I'm like, um, "But I'm not the guest on the show. <laughs> you have a guest coming on the show, so why don't you get something from the guest?" And she like, nope, I, I have the book in my pocketbook all the time. And her response to, my response to her was why she goes, because I don't know what's, what's next. And she's read it about three times already. So she should know what's next, but um, <laughs> yeah, just, it, she keeps it in her pocketbook. Um, it still looks brand new, which is actually pretty weird to me. Like you open <laughs> And like she has written in it and she's like highlighting stuff. And so that's the cool thing when, when you see people with what you've created and they're taking it and they're going forward with it. Um, there's this other guy who went, read the book, went and got his vendor's license and now has a restaurant. Wow. Um, yeah. That's so really cool. I didn't think it was going to have that type of impact on people. Um, I honestly was just trying not to get beat up <laughs> by my friend. <laughs> um, she was, you know, I, I was just trying not to get beat up. But apparently uh, people are taking it and they're running with it. So that's the good thing. Is, you know, clearly I, I did something right because people are taking it and running with it. And it's going places, so. Yeah, and that's that's a huge reward and accomplishment because the fact that there are people just reading this book and then actually using what you are telling them and making it their own and, you know, opening up, you know, businesses and stuff or even improving on themselves, you're doing something right. Yeah. And I, I had no idea that this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, it, I was like, I'm going to write this book. I didn't even plan on publishing it. Uh, my mom pushed me to publish it after she had read it. 
Um, because the thing about my mom, um, one of the things that I did not like growing up, but I like it now, <laughs> because this now makes me money. Um, my mom was the type of person that if you left paper anywhere, she was reading it. And I happened to the notebook that had all of the basically the whole book left on the kitchen table. Yeah. And I got home and I'm like, where is my notebook? And she's just like, oh, it's in my room on the bed and we just got to talk about it. And she convinced me to publish it. Um, from then on, people have been uh, writing to me on every form of social media, even things that I don't even use. There are people that still use right on my Twitter. I haven't used Twitter in years, and there's still people are writing on my Twitter. I don't even use it. Um, the emails still come through, but I don't check it. Yeah. It's easy because everyone at my mom's job has it, um, which is weird um, because she works at a nail salon. And um, I went in there just to say hi to my mom, and they're all like, sign the book. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> well, you guys all have clients here, and if I get nail polish on my clothes, I don't think I'm going to come back in here as friendly as I am right now. But um, yeah, they're just like random people that are coming up to me. It's so it's cool, but you know, I'm a very low key guy, very quiet. I try to hide a lot. Um, yeah, like if you were to see me right now, I have on all. <laughs> I have one all black now. Yeah. Um, because I'm always stay away from the crowd or stay away from people. So I think the publicity is cool. Um I'm not a fan of it, but to have it is cool. To have random people taking selfies with you in the grocery store, that's that's kinda you know, interesting. Um I was in the store yesterday trying to get a burger, and this guy was just like, snap the picture of me with my burger in my hand, and I'm just like, this is not. Um, but that's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens when people are buying your book. Yeah. I feel like your mic, I'm not sure what mic you're using, but it's kind of like, I can't hear you clear. Can you hear me now? Is this better? Oh, yeah, way better. Wonderful. Wonderful. But, no, that's that's pretty cool that, see, like, your your book is obviously making a huge impact. And what did you learn about yourself when writing this book? Because I'm sure when you're writing anything, you tend to learn about yourself. Um... Yes, you heard right to all my listeners at a little bit of everything with me. I am doing an Instagram giveaway, so you better be following at a little bit of everything with me because I am doing three big prize packs. That's right, three big prize packs. As the big 3-0 is fast approaching for me and the growth of this podcast, I'm over the moon and super grateful for all of you. All of you. 
not only am I celebrating the big three, oh, I'm also celebrating the big milestone on the podcast of 2.5 listens. Check out a little bit of everything with me on Instagram. Check out the three prizes that I'm going to be giving away. And the first prize is a Amazon Fire Stick. And also with the Amazon Fire Stick, I'm giving away a book called Dear Victim. It's time for us to break up now by the author Tammy Loftus. She was on the podcast. Prize number two, I'm giving away an Amazon Echo Dot charcoal color with the book The Cabal. The saga begins a new suspense action thriller by Mark J. Rotolio. He was on the podcast with his daughter, Christina Rotolio. And of course, the third prize is another Echo Dot, a Heather Gray color with the book called Invisible Girl by Christina Rotolio. Check out our Instagram page at a little bit of everything with me. Make sure you like the post of the prize that you're interested in. Tag three friends for bonus entry. Um, if you repost that specific prize in your Instagram story and tag a little bit of everything with me, you get one additional entry. And if you want two bonus additional entries, if you leave a five-star rating and a review and send me a screenshot on the podcast platform of your choice that you're leaving the review and the five-star rating, you'll get two additional entries contest ends wednesday august 14th 2019 at 11 59 p.m three winners will be chosen for three available for the three available prizes winners will be announced on thursday august the 14th on instagram live and a dm will be sent to the winner prize must be claimed by the winners by august 19 of 2019 only available for U.S. and Canadian residents. Please check out the Instagram page of a little bit of everything with me and make sure you pick the prize of your choice. And good luck. Good day, everybody. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio, and you are tuned in to A Little Bit of Everything with Me, hosted by Angelica. Thanks for listening and stay tuned on a new episode on a little bit of everything with me.